Hey, it's Cody, and thanks for listening to The Mama's Den. Now, y'all know, black is beautiful, black is love. It can be seen 365 days a year, 24-7, and mamas know Target is here for all of it. Black Beyond Measure is Target's year-round campaign that celebrates and elevates the spectrum of black love and success. From the multitude of commitments and investments in the black community to supporting HBCU students and uplifting black entrepreneurs. Shop black-owned or founded brands at Target from home decor and candles to beauty, wellness products, and so much more. Surround yourself in joy and amplify your black love with the help of the black-owned and founded brands at Target every day. Visit Target.com slash Black Beyond Measure to learn more. What's up, everybody? This is the Mama's Den, and we are back at it with another episode. So if you want to interact with us, are we shouting out this Instagram? Yeah, but Mel's not here. I literally was coughing, but it's fine. Crystal says it's fine. Melanie's not here. We're sad. Yeah, poor little liquor for that's well, we're not sad. She's out here thriving. She's on the road. She's yeah. on the road living her best life. Well, we're sad she's not with us, but we're yes. happy for her blessing. Yes, Absolutely. exactly. That's a good way to put it, Ash. And so I am Cody. Cody Lane Oliver. Mama of three. I have a five-year-old and twin three-year-olds. It's a little check-in. You know what I'm saying? We don't always get to do this. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. What about you, Ashley? What you got? Oh, my God. I have four children. My name is Ashley Saranda Cochia. <laughs> um, I'm a Capricorn <laughs> and have a Pisces moon. Very sensitive thug. I have four daughters. Mm-hmm. All their names start with an A. Yes, they do. You um, can get very confused saying them. What else yep. you want to know about me? <laughs> um, I've been working out. I'm losing weight okay hey. I'm gonna be popping by my birthday <laughs> mm, that's it <laughs> okay um I'm Felicia Latour I have two babies mm. um I run a business called Mindful Fee where we inspire mamas and women to live their best life mm-hmm. because it's never too late girl never and too um late, never too late. Felicia yeah. what's your middle name Murray Oh, Felicia Marie Latour. Is it my daughter's middle name? Marie. Marie? Yeah. So I don't know if it's like a black thing, but everybody has Marie Girl, as a middle name. Yes. And I feel like it flows with everything. When like I went to high school, or, everybody's or, name was Nicole or Marie. Their middle name was or yes, what? Ashley Nicole. Ashley Nicole or Ashley Marie. Yeah. Everybody Marie. that I went to school with. But I gave my daughters my middle name too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. For I love us. it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yes, I was yeah. going to give my daughter my middle name. <laughs> You know, it's never too late, Yo, Cody. I saw Tommy. It's when too I, late. I told Tommy you, that you guys should have a daughter like last and weekend. He laughed at you and he your face. did what he always does yeah. and just pretended like I wasn't speaking. Well, <laughs> well, fun fact all of my sons have Tommy's middle name. Oh, that's cute, though. I like that. I like it. I mean, because what's your middle name? It's a little Elaine. Girl. Elaine, yes. Oh, our our hypothetical Elaine. daughter's name is Zoe Elaine Oliver. Oh. Yeah, but now that I heard the episode, okay, it, it's all making sense. Mm. All the names. So yes, uh, Tommy special. Uh, <laughs> I heard that we've got some questions and feedback from our listeners, y'all. So our producer this. Crystal has handed me a document of feedback that I have not looked at. Ashley has reviewed it. No, I didn't. I really didn't. But I haven't seen it. So we're gonna jump in. We're gonna answer some <laughs> questions because the last time y'all did this, I was <laughs> sick with the Rona. Mm. So. Shanna or Shana in Sandy Springs, Georgia. Should I read the whole thing in a Southern accent? She said, first off, I love the podcast. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, no. Oh my God. It's actually a long paragraph, Road so I won't. Road to play. <laughs> 
All right. She said, first off, I love the podcast. Y'all my kids, aunties, and we are literally best friends. I have a five-year-old daughter named Lola and a one-year-old named Laith. I find myself just struggling a lot because I feel like I'm not doing enough. But in reality, I'm doing so much for them and my husband. I have so much more I want to say, but I'll just ask. Is there any advice on how to form healthy, consistent habits so that I'm not constantly overwhelmed? Uh, Cody here. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, what kind of transition? <laughs> the transition is Felicia and Ashley tell me because I'm always overwhelmed. She she didn't specify. Ask though, her like, question again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she the... said, is there any advice on how to form healthy, consistent habits so that I'm not constantly overwhelmed? Mm. I do have two cents. I'll give you all my okay. two cents and you can tell me what you think. But she it's like in the in the question, healthy, consistent habits. I don't have those, mm -hmm. <laughs> which is why I'm constantly overwhelmed. And so creating that structure for yourself, mm -hmm. I think, is the first step. But I feel like you, especially Felicia, I can't speak for you, Ashley, but I feel like you have this down. I feel like I've learned to like ask for help mm -hmm. and accept. But OK, asking for help and accepting the help is like two different things, yep, yeah. that's you true. know? So I feel like that was a very big struggle for me. But once I learned, I was like, oh, I'm asking for help on everything. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's number one. And then I think just creating like time boundaries, like this is my time and anything outside of this, like, OK, this time is carved out for me and I need to do this to recharge, to go back into the world or go out back into being mom or wife, whatever it looks like. Um, I need to take this time. So like really creating boundaries around that like obviously sometimes things come up but right. like i've gotten really good at being like oh nope mm. on this day yeah <laughs> that yeah. part yeah. yeah i would say the same thing well i was going to say figuring out what is most important to you each day i mm -hmm. think that as a parent or wife or whatever i think we often feel like Every day has to be similar. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I accomplished all these things and I made breakfast and I did this, this and this. And I, for me, have number one, asked for help. Mm -hmm. But number two, have been letting go of the idea of what every day is going to look like and yeah. kind of just leaning into whatever that day's needs are. You know what I mean? And that mm -hmm. just being okay. So I think if she does that, it will release a lot of that stress and pressure off of her. That yeah. made me think yeah. of a book that um, is called Essentialism. Mm -hmm. And one of the like um, themes in the book is exactly that. What is your priority for the day or mm -hmm. the week mm -hmm. or the quarter or whatever, but in parenthood, right? identifying your priority for the day is really all that matters because you're going to do a whole bunch of other things. You're not going to get done a whole bunch of things, but if you know what your one or two priorities are and, and you complete that, that's, that's, you know, you should feel happy. Yeah. yeah. I'm not trying to do everything at one time too. I yeah. feel like I was a victim of that for a long time, but I was like, why am I doing this to myself? Why do I feel like I need to push the whole entire week into one or two days? Right. Like girl, no. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Listen, mm -hmm. sometimes just your kids is alive. That's the end. That's and the end. That's the end. end. <laughs> Close the book. Let's go. We, we all made it through the day. Yeah. So Leah in Tulupa, no, Talapa, Talapo. Oh, God. Mississippi. <laughs> hey, Siri, how do you pronounce? <laughs> Come on now. Oh, Lord. I got the letters. Uh -huh, girl, start from the beginning. <laughs> Tupelo. Are you Tupelo. sure? Cholula. Cholula. Okay. Well, I, I mixed two letters, so I was all off. Okay. So Tulupa. Leah. Chalupa. <laughs> oh, wait. What is it in um, P Valley? Chakalusa. Oh, Chakalusa. Chakalusa. I need to watch P Valley. You don't no. watch P Valley? Okay, I need to watch it. Okay. Felicia. Okay. okay, so Leah in Tupelo, Mississippi. Season two is really good. Is it Mississippi or Missouri? Which one's MS? Girl. <laughs> I don't know. Cut. 
It's a judgment <laughs> for me. Too. Jesus. I don't know either. I don't know either. Exactly. <laughs> no, Mississippi. You went to school, girl. Mississippi, MSism. Am I, yes, MSism. I, knew, I did know that. Tupelo, Mississippi. Leah in Tupelo, Mississippi. Hey, Leah. Oh, this says Cody. Mm. I hope you're not getting off that easy. <laughs> We're loving this last season of Black Love. You really gonna let it go out like that? <laughs> Ouch. What's going on? Also, Felicia, I'm loving the new merch drop. Okay, that's it. Aww. I'm just kind of mad at Cody about this Black Love business. <laughs> everything well, thanks, else, girl. everything yeah. else has an exclamation Cody. point. That last one is just a period. <laughs> um, uh, what's the question? What's going on? Listen here, sis. Um, Black Love is. Oh, this is long. Not really. Black Love is ending for a lot of reasons. Number one, Tommy and I have always done all of the interviews together, just the two of us. He is a cinematographer and we do the lighting. We do the sound. We do everything. There's no PA. There's no producer booking talent. That is me. Y'all crazy, man. I know. I know. <laughs> totally crazy. crazy. <laughs> because we wanted to create an intimate space to have these conversations yeah, with couples. You. And we don't want to compromise that. So we're partially ending the series because that's a lot now. It's a lot. Six years, seven lot. years into doing interviews. We got three kids. We got two businesses. It's a lot to juggle. It's a lot of stress. It's a lot of time away from the kids. So that's number one. Number two, we wanted to end on a high note. Okay. We don't want to go out where she's like, uh, what was black love again? Um, so that part. And it's just time. It's just time. And black love, the brand is continuing forever. Like black love is forever. This is 365 days a year for us. Um, and so all of our live events, podcasts like this one, um, our streaming service, the black love plus app, our website, blacklove.com. None of that is going away. And so the black love is here. Mm, okay. Yeah. So maybe people are, are under the impression that the whole thing is just I like know, going. Right? Yeah. I know, yeah. Right? No. Because yeah. I'm like, wait, when you really break it down, Cody, that's like six to eight people job. Yeah. Like who's helping you guys carry the lights? Somebody helping with that part? No, it's the two of us. Sometimes the couples come outside and help. What? Wow. <laughs> After they go, it's just the two of y'all? Actually, you know what? I think we did. I think. Oh, for PR sure. Because y'all had a whole parking lot situation. Yeah, we came and helped you guys. Yep. We, they, they had Wait, a okay. Garage. So, so okay. Let me just, now I have questions. So, <laughs> <laughs> so when you guys were doing it, like, were you guys opposed to having somebody come and set up lights and then like bye? He was. Yeah. I was open to it. As soon as he started to get really busy uh -huh. and it became harder to schedule him, harder to um, even just like the date, the logistics of it yeah. became more challenging and, and thus more more like heightened frustration. Me and my friend who worked with us at the time and somebody else, oh, a Colt who manages post-production, among other things, we came to Tommy. We were like, you know, there's an easier way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, no, it should just be the two of us. And so I, I get, you know, what's funny is like in saying it out loud to you, I certainly felt like that was not the right decision at the time, but of course respected what his decision was. Yeah, yeah. For me, I have been controlling in that same way from a talent booking standpoint. Mm. So I have always been the one to reach out to talent. Yeah, yeah. We don't have anybody else do that because we want to make it this personal I like experience that. from the very yeah. beginning. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's not like, hey, your manager's going to call my assistant and then da, da 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 It's like, hey, Felicia, we'd really love to talk to you about your story. Are you available at this time? Yeah. You you can get a quicker yes that way yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. And you feel more trusting to like yeah. that it's more like really I think logistically yes it would be nice if you had help but the 
people that you talk to and the stories that are on there are so personal that it makes sense that it's just the two of you. Yeah. And it's not yeah. acting, you know, like you're not hired for a job. Right. It's yeah. like, hey, I want you to trust me. And it's so. like very vulnerable and mm-hmm. like just yeah. straight up like, hi, tell me about your life. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But the lights and the sound. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> look, we have, I tried. No, Even but this, I this last though. season in particular, I just told this, I told this story on After Love, the final episode with Cynthia and Mike because they talked about how they got in a fight before we got there. (laughs) And I was like, we got in a fight when we left. As a matter of fact, y'all, Melanie's not here. So we left Cynthia and Mike's house and went to Melanie and Jared's house. And when we were at Cynthia and Mike's house, at the end of the interview, Tommy got a call that was work-related. He was on the phone for like a half hour while we're supposed to be packing up the equipment. Mm. So now we're up in their house kind of like, oh, sorry, hang on, you know? And we need to get to Melanie and Jared's house. Oh, Lord. And, you know, Jared, Jared a little intense, you know what I'm saying, with the schedule and like, hey, <laughs> so I'm trying to make sure everything is on the up and up. And so when we get in the car and I'm kind of like, you know, this is why I think that we should have someone help mm-hmm. because you're tied up. He was just, I don't remember, he was mad at me for even having an issue with it. And so we were fighting <laughs> all the way to the front door. Oh, damn. And then he the turned it off. door. And I'm like, and these are my friends. And now I have to go inside. Knock, knock, knock. <clears throat> hey, guys. <laughs> Sorry, really. That's like, marriage. <laughs> it was. It was a day. until you get somewhere capable. It was a day. And that's why black love is ending. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moments like that. Which ear? Okay. I feel it. All right. Now that you explain it that way, I guess. That's your answer, girl. <laughs> um, okay. Cassia in Alabama. She said, hi, mamas, exclamation point. I like these exclamation points. I have a question. How can I feel secure in the place I'm in now? I have trouble planning for the future and get overwhelmed with trying to be caught up with all the other 25-year-olds because this is a Felicia question because I ain't been 25 in a minute. Girl. Um, (laughs) Because I know that they have stable, balanced lives. I also need advice on how not to be desperate for love. I want to learn how to love myself without running to a man for love. Oh, that's deep. That's a lot. That's a lot of questions. Yeah. How can I feel secure in the place I'm in? I'm in now. Mm-hmm. And she says she has trouble planning for the future and she gets overwhelmed with trying to be caught up with all the other 25-year-olds she knows because they have stable, balanced lives. Also, what you see isn't always the case. Yeah, I was going to say that. Um, yeah. And then she says she wants to not be desperate for love. I feel like she needs to focus on acceptance. Like acceptance mm-hmm. and like living in the present moment of what is and not that whole idea of like let me look at everybody else on the outside like a lot of people are really good at faking the funk Mm -hmm. i'm like we live in social media time where it can look like one thing but behind closed doors is something completely different Mm -hmm. yeah you know and also to the previous question right it's identifying what so we talked about priorities right and setting your priorities it's identifying what you need what mm-hmm. is going to make you happy because you don't want to necessarily have the life of those other 25 year olds what in your life is going to make you happy i want to have a better job i want to have a better financial you know stability i want to have i want to go on vacation more like what are the things that are going to make you feel secure identify mm. those and then work toward them it's giving anxious attachment mm. and it's okay, giving you therapist. need to read the book attached <laughs> and read upon anxious attachment and i feel like mm. you'll get a lot of answers within there because yeah. i do think she needs to lean more towards like a secure so y'all have talked about this book but there's mm-hmm. a quiz too right yeah okay what and is it tells it? you, oh, you send it? yeah it's, send the quiz? The, i don't know how do you well, find it's it with the, oh well i took the quiz when i was reading the book like it's within the book but i think there is a quiz Didn't outside of anything melody said there's I one i think maybe 
drove. Somebody sent it to me. Every Online. time you say some drove, send it like. But y'all be That's reading crazy. a lot of the yeah, same books. We have to yeah. help. Um, yeah, ladies. So but find but I think it. yeah, I think reading that book attached helped. It helped me a lot because I felt like I used to be very anxious mm-hmm. and would have these same questions. And then when I started to understand my attachment style, I was like, oh, I don't want to be like that. That's yeah. crazy. You know, yeah. Well, she because she said, "What what was the last the question about love again?" She said, "She don't want to thirsty. Learn, not uh, yeah. not thirsty. She used that word, but I want to learn <laughs> how to love thirsty. myself without running to a man for yeah. love." Yeah. Okay, That's so hard though because that 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 is a lot of unpacking. I think yeah, if you don't have a therapist, definitely seek therapy. Look at me saying that, but um. I feel like that's important because yeah. I think the way we attach ourselves to men, women, whatever, whoever you're dating, mm-hmm. it has a lot to do with your relationships with your mothers and fathers, lack thereof, or whoever raised you. And so I think when you're trying to find love or seeking a relationship, going inward and really looking at mm-hmm. your childhood and those previous relationships would really help you. Yeah, I agree like, with that. Figure out why you attach yourself to people the way you do. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. the quiz is the attachment style quiz. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the book is called Attached. And I say that I haven't read it, but I've heard all three of you it's guys so talk about it good. a lot. Yeah. It's um, so good. Attached, the new science of adult attachment and how it can help you find and keep love. Yeah, I'm here for it. And a lot of things too. I mean, I think just like putting so much emphasis on like it sounds like she's putting so much emphasis on things that are outside of herself and yeah. like take a moment and like mm-hmm. focus on self. Like, I don't know, just like self-acceptance too, yeah. you know? It's hard though because mm. they're growing up in a day Girl. of social media and or a day a world of social media at 25 that's really hard I mean I'm thinking about when I was 25 I was a mom Mm -hmm. and I wasn't I was just now getting like on we had Facebook right but it was so different Mm -hmm. Facebook was not used the same way Instagram is yeah Yeah. no girl we was posting songs and weird captions (laughs) and photo albums moving around on my top eight anytime somebody pissed me off right (laughs) 5,000 photos and and Facebook of us getting drugged and just horrible lighting and like we just really did not care just release 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 there was no curating our image it was very authentic yeah and now everything is very curated so it's so hard to live looking at everyone's life being perfectly put i mean look i got an argument with my husband the other day that wasn't on instagram you know what i mean so like but i posted a picture i think yeah. <laughs> of our happy family or those hoochie daddy well maybe shorts. i was gonna say maybe a piece of advice Girl. too i'm like maybe a piece of advice too is like staying off of social media like mm. not going on as much because yeah. i feel like i mean i know i naturally would do it if i'm looking at something too much you start to see yourself like oh, i want to go that way and then i'm like wait girl hold on mm-hmm. where yeah. you're at is just That's fine true. keep yep. going you That's know so true yeah. yes mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. less less social media. Hopefully that helps, girl. All right, so Kim in Brooklyn. Do you practice gentle or conscious parenting? If so, what does that look like in your home? And is your partner or family aligned with your parenting style? Ooh, that's a lot of questions. That's and a I, whole episode. I, right, I say that because there is the gentle, conscious parenting of it all. And then there's the, the alignment with mm. other caregivers in your life. Mm. That's a whole nother. Wait, episode. say the second part again. She said, is your partner or family aligned with your parenting style? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's hard first? Yeah, that's hard because I, I feel like oh, sometimes OG parents I was just talking about this the other day but like 
they parented us so they're like i know mm-hmm. you know you alive yeah but then also sometimes <laughs> i look at my mom sideways like girl you do gentle parenting now what happened with all of us because like, like, they learn that's the one thing that's uh-huh. annoying about grandparents is they look at their kids i think i mean i'm sure there'll be a moment with all of us where we'll, we will look at our grandchildren or even our own children as adults and be like oh that's probably because of me mm-hmm. do you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so they're like i'm not gonna repeat that yeah. i think it's also easier to love people that you don't have to have 24 7 you know give them back to their that parents mm-hmm. but um go Would ahead you guys say do you practice first off i don't know the difference between gentle and conscious i think of them similar i think of them as the same too so would mm. are you are y'all saying yes i, I, don't, I, I do. don't think they're the same um because i think conscious parenting is centered more around like really thinking like awareness about awareness okay. yeah and i think gentle parenting is honestly like a technique how you talk to your kids ah, okay. like in that a like tone based mm. you know what i mean um, I could be wrong. You could look it up. I'm gonna look it up okay. just for just for the sake of conversation. Oh, so conscious parenting is about this is uh, healthline.com. I oh, that's a good resource. Reputable. Mm-hmm. Um, conscious parenting is about letting go of a parent's egos, desires, and attachments. Instead of forcing behaviors on children, parents should focus on their own language, their expectations, and their self-regulation. So that's interesting. I, I, I do pay attention to that and work on that. So it's conscious. So what I said is mm-hmm. yes, gentle. <laughs> parenting what's the other one what i said do uh parents.com the new yorker i think gentle parenting is more of like i think it really has to do with like you know when you're like okay take take five yes <laughs> and then it can be like go sit your ass down like, that's <laughs> the range gentle Gen- and non-gentle kind of, yeah. <laughs> So I'm just going to read the harsh realm of gentle parenting. Anyway, this is it's a Montessori school website. Okay, Okay. it says gentle parenting is a parenting approach that encourages a partnership between you and your child to make choices based on an internal willingness instead of external pressures. So they are different. Yeah. And I think I do both. Okay. What was the question again? First, she asked if we practice gentle or conscious parenting. That was the first question. Okay. So yes or no, Ashley? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. (laughs) Then. A thousand percent, uh, a thousand percent conscious. My ego definitely gets in the way when I parent though. Absolutely. Because I'm like, first of all, but I think that's the work. (laughs) Right. Y'all, we are going to do a whole nother conversation on this because that right there. Yeah. Yeah. The like, okay, I have given you. All of the gentle, mm-hmm. all of the conscious, mm-hmm. all of the tools, all of the consequences, discussion. Yeah. Now listen. You know and, what I mean? And mm-hmm. sometimes I look at my kids and I'm like the other day, Peace had did something. Oh, I told her it was something with like picking something up. And I said, Peace, I have asked you five times yep. to pick this up. Yep. I said, why do you wait to get yelled at? Mm-hmm. I'm like, it doesn't make sense to doesn't me. So when I'm being sense. conscious and gentle, sometimes that shit don't work. No. I'm like, but there's... And I'm and like, that's not even save ego. This for, no, look, see, we're gonna go down the road. Okay, okay, okay. We gotta save this for our episode about yes. it. It's she'll she she tune into that one. <laughs> yes. And what was her other? Question? I will. I'm just, I'm just, that's not even ego. That's just you don't make sense, child. <laughs> you like, don't I make sense, you. child. And then she's smiling. See, because I know it's gonna happen. <laughs> then she's smiling, we're and I'm like, go, oh, so you think it's funny? We're gonna <laughs> go down this train because I don't want to say nothing. Okay, okay y'all don't have okay. a teenager. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Okay. so Roe in Austin oh no sorry the rest of her question and she said that what is your partner or family aligned with your parenting style yes my husband is my family it doesn't matter what anybody else says they don't watch my kids anyway so 
Yeah, that's good. <laughs> well, okay, so grandparents, specifically their father's mother, we love her so much, Gia, but sometimes we got she got to get checked and we have to tell her, like, look, you're not going to be able to have the kids if you don't fall in line with what it is that it's we're like talking about, school. lady. Lady. She's just very, she just will let them do whatever. They go oh. up there and I look at, I'm like, why are you guys acting like you're not trained? But me and their father are in agreement. Well, wait, That's is that good. different though? Because if, because that to me is like she's not disciplining them different. She's just not disciplining. She don't discipline. She's a grandma. All. That's different. Grandmothers don't really discipline. I think it's different when it's like they are yelling or whipping your kids, and you are sure. like, we're not sure. doing that. Oh yeah, hell, you know no. what I mean. But yeah, she's still she not aligned. Keep letting them do whatever she's they want. She's not making an effort. She's still not <laughs> yeah, you're still going again. What is it? You're still making my job difficult because when of they course. come yeah. back, I almost have to like retrain. Yeah, yeah. that's every and grandparent. And I have to tell them like, hi, you are not at. Gia's house you're at mommy's house now yeah. that shit don't work over here I feel, honestly that's better because my mom will just be like yeah sure mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then when she has them she still won't let them do whatever wow. they no, want that's how that's how Gia yeah. that's how she is that's all parent, grandparents yeah I think. and it's just they just smile like this they're annoying and then my mom my mom oh <laughs> god I'm like mom I'll tell her not to do something and she'll be like peace come over here uh-huh. and like uh-huh. and I'm like you're just gonna do it in front of me so then finally I just <laughs> had to tell myself like girl you. just turn around like I just can't look why are you only feeding them chocolate, lady? What's wrong with oh, you? <laughs> so no, they're not aligned with my parenting right. style. I don't think anybody's parents are, honestly. Um, I would have to say Tommy is not. It's difficult because I would say he's not aligned with like he does not make an effort at like gentle or conscious parenting. Really? Yeah. But but then there's examples where I do see it. And mm-hmm. so, you know, he can be a little like, don't tell me what to do. I'll do what I want. But yeah. then what he wants sometimes is what I am. <laughs> Wait, Virgo. Oh, That's why I said Tommy lives <laughs> in like, his, he lives trigger. in his Virgo. He does not live in his Pisces. No. I, that moon sign this is strong. So it's it's Got frustrating a to have conversations about it where he's kind of like, you doing too much. But then when I see him exemplify it then I'm like okay then I guess that's just what it is Mm -hmm. you know so but the point is I say I brought it up though because if Kim asked the question my guess is that she's probably dealing with someone in her life that's not yeah, align. Oh, we give her and it's advice. very challenging. Yeah, and so yeah, well, not just listen. Everything I'm about advice is about like you're not alone. And so I just wanted to share it because it is very difficult. And I have talked to Sharice about it. Sharice, who um, hosts Parenting for the Culture, mm-hmm. and you know, essentially, she's encouraged me to just like continuously do me right, do what I think is the right thing in that regard. And I guess the pro is that in some cases he has picked it up. Yeah, just not like. Yeah, girl, that's what we gonna do. Mm-hmm. But that's true. You can live in the same home as someone and parent differently. Cases. Yes, and sometimes that's just okay. Your kids are gonna have two different experiences, yeah. mm-hmm. and what resonates with them the most, they will lean more yeah. into that person sometimes too, as well, and that can affect their bond with whatever parent is yeah. whatever they respond to the most. Mm-hmm. You know, and ideally as you grow and continue to have conversations with your partner, hopefully you can get more and more aligned, but sometimes it just, you're, you're two people coming with your mm-hmm. own childhood, Absolutely. your own. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to be like, cause even though me and Chia are aligned, we still don't execute it the same way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like two different experiences. Yeah. Like you said, for sure. Yeah. So thank y'all so much for all these questions and for connecting with us. We are loving our village of mamas. If you want to submit a question you can fill out our form in the show notes or send us an email at podcasts with an S podcasts at blacklove.com. And we'll get your question in a future episode. Thank you. Don't forget to, what is it? Listen, share, rate, review. 
Follow. And tell a home girl. Tell a mama. Tell a mama. 